Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. Campus reform at the bottom of the hour. Always uh, great to have a young correspondent on. Emily Sturge makes a reappearance tonight. She does a very nice job. Make sure you stick on craziness on campus. is going to make your face hurt. So it's my job to help to make your face hurt. Make sure you stick around for that. There is a lot going on, however. Uh, we've got President Trump gearing up for a rerun at the White House. We're going to talk about that, certainly, and a lot more. It happens to be the Joe Pag Show on your Thursday. Doing all right. Hmm. Don't song start. of the week. Mel. Oh. This is your second favorite song of the week, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mel. Love me some Mel. Seems I got to have a change in scene. GFR fans are like, why does she keep saying Mel? Long Let's story. Go. Very long. Kind of the backbone of this trio, I think. Well, he's the base of the trio. I'll give him that much. I call it backbone. backbone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most important. Next time we talk to Mel, I'm going to say, Carrie thinks you're the backbone. <laughs> say, who else, Carrie? I'll be like, chocolate voice. Oh, yeah, chocolate voice. <laughs> Let's go. Feeling all right Thursday. I really plucked that one, Brown. Let's listen to Mel. I'm, I'm singing Mel's part. <laughs> No, no, Mel's great. Oh, I can't believe you said that. I'm totally going to tell him that when I talk to him. I've known Mel since 1990. What? Wow. Probably 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I have been in that time. It had to be 30 years because I was on Sunny 104.3 FM, mm-hmm. continuous soft hits. <laughs> um, in, in Palm Beach County, it, it must have been 1992 to 1994. So it had to be in there somewhere. Boy, it's been like 30 years. Since I met Don and Mel and, and Mark, because like they were still together. Then. Back then, yeah. What's that? I, remember that. I couldn't hear you. I, I said you were in your forties. That's what I said. You know about something a lot like that. People who have hard, they're hard of hearing. They're getting older. They're losing their hearing. They can't control <laughs> no, my themselves. just fine. Thank you. Thank you. In your party, um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't think in the thirty years I've known him, Mel Shocker has said more than three words to me. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't like I've you. had long conversations with Don, <laughs> long conversations with Mark. Mark Farner is no longer with the group. Uh, you know, he was the lead singer. And he wrote many of the songs. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I know those guys very well. And Tim Cashin, who's the current uh, piano player, the keyboard player, he's Tim great. Yeah. We're, we're buds. Yeah, yeah. Big Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so uh, for, for me, honestly, Mel, I think, is, hey, I think that's all he says. Well, you know, until you really get to know him, he's a man of few words, you know? Yeah. We you talk could a pick lot the man out of that. a lineup. What are you talking about? <laughs> you only, that you've seen him once. Right. The picture, the picture of that I, I sent you was from 50 years yeah. ago. And um, that's all. That's the only reference you have. There you go. Mel, we appreciate it. Tim, if you're listening, tell Mel that we love, we, we love Mel love as Tim. well. Love Tim. As Mel. you and Don and everybody else. Yep, all right. Yep, yep. Um, uh, let's talk about Stacey Abrams. I thought Stacey Abrams went away. I thought that she lost again in Georgia. And it looked like she was done 
But now suddenly it appears as though Stacey Abrams still wants to run for office because I guess she thinks she's entitled. What do you have? Yeah, this is from UncoverDC.com. Stacey Abrams is a phenomenally ambitious political operative and businesswoman whose net worth has grown substantially during her multiple failed political campaigns. Now allegedly worth $3.17 million, her net worth has ballooned from her reported $109,000 net worth four years ago. In 2019, prior to her gubernatorial run, she settled a $54,000 tax bill with the IRS, along with credit card and student loan debt. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Abrams revealed her debt to the IRS, as well as about $170,000 in credit card and student loan debt in financial documents in March 2018 that showed her net worth was roughly $110,000. At the time, Abrams says she deferred the tax payments in 2015 and 2016 to help pay her family's medical expenses and that she was on a payment plan to settle the debts. So I understand Stacey Abrams has run unsuccessfully a few times now, and she's gone from a net worth of $110,000 to over $3 million? Uh, That is correct, yeah. Well, how do you do that? Um, multiple ways but uh i think um, i think you and i should run for office uh if i if i can go from what 109,000 to 3.17 yeah. yeah why not i say let's do it absolutely let's here's our here's our slogan we don't want to win we just want to get rich <laughs> i like it it's why, honest we can do that. Um, why not <laughs> let's run on vote it vote for yeah. us yay us um you know yes. is she very much like like beto uh she very much thinks that she's entitled to a job or she's smart enough to know she's going to get rich if she continues to run. Now, conversely, former President Trump, his net worth went way down when he became president. He lost a lot of money as president, but he said he did it because of the love of country. I believe him. He said he did, didn't care about how much money he might lose because he, he wanted to help bring this country back to greatness. He's gearing up, and I guess he's going to start in, in South Carolina. What do you have on this? From Politico, former President Donald Trump's planning to hold his first public campaign event of the year in South Carolina and what aides are portraying as a first step in a more public phase of his 2024 White House run. Trump is slated to make an appearance in late January in Columbia, South Carolina. It will not be a rally, his advisor said, but will be more of an intimate event. He'll roll out his leadership operation in the state, which hosts a key early Republican primary contest. Trump's advisors are casting the plans as part of a gradual build-out of the former president's campaign following a relatively private month and a half since a November launch that coincided with the holiday season. During a Wednesday interview with Politico, senior Trump advisors Brian Jack, Chris Lissitova, and Susie Wiles pushed back on the idea Trump had so far run a low-energy effort, pointing to his opening of a campaign headquarters in West Palm Beach, Florida, his activity in key primary states, over the course of the 2022 midterm election and the initial build-out of senior staff. And they said the forthcoming South Carolina event, among other moves, was evidence the former president was taking important steps to set himself up for the GOP nomination during the opening days of the race. Who said he was running a low-energy effort? Who, who's, who the hell said that? I... The man was rallying more than Biden was. He was rallying more than people running for U.S. Senate and U.S. House. I mean, how many rallies did he do last year? I mean, for some weeks it was two rallies a week. Who accused him of that? Does it say in the story? Uh, it does not. Just that his, his advisor says they pushed back. back on the idea. Yeah. I don't know who had that idea. Uh, now, here's the question that I have, though. And I'll take calls on Stacey Abrams if you guys want to make calls on that. But I, I definitely want calls on Trump running for president again. Without a doubt, those who voted for Trump in 2020 were ready the day after the election to vote for him again. No doubt. 
2021, same thing. 2022, it started to get a little bit weird. And he was doing these rallies that were, they were drawing 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people. And there was, you know, there were lines of cars for miles. And that was true because they showed it on some networks. Most networks would not show it. People still were going, and he was a huge draw. But I've heard from people very quietly. I'm, Karen, I love you've heard this as well. I don't like that he said this. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he did that. I'm not sure why he would have done that with yeah. DeSantis. Not sure why yeah. he would have made that comment on this. Why is he still supporting the jabs and Operation Warp Speed and stuff, stuff like that? Now, let me make it extremely clear. I support President Trump. He should be the president now. I truly believe that. And should I get a chance to vote for him again, I will. But is it valid criticism? Potentially. And the question has to become, are there people close enough to him? Like those three people's names you just mentioned, I've never heard of them before. I hadn't either. And you know that I'm pretty in with the, with the Trump people. I've never heard of them. So this is a whole new ball game, I guess. A whole new roster for him. But I wonder if there's anybody, and I don't know if it's one of his kids, I don't know if it's his wife, who, who it's got to be, who can, listen, Mr. President, here's the deal, and then tell him straight about warp speed or tell him straight about DeSantis or tell him straight and really give the feedback that you're getting from the people. Unfortunately, when somebody gets as famous as Donald Trump and somebody gets as powerful as Donald Trump, the hangers-on just want what they can get off him. It's very much what happened to Elvis. They just want, they, what can I get from you? You know what a famous story about all this is, is MC Hammer. MC Hammer at one point had a $33 million mansion or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he had all sorts of people hanging off uh, of every part of him trying to get a piece of the uh, piece of the pie. And as soon as it started drying up, because he had a couple of big hits and that was about it. Uh, as soon as it started drying up, they were gone. They didn't care. And it, and it brings me, it reminds me of Omarosa, who got everything that she's had as far as fame goes and money from Donald Trump, turned on him the second she could. So I wonder if there's anybody close enough to him to say, hey, can I have a minute with you, Mr. Trump? And then just really be direct with him. I wonder. And so far, I'm guessing not so much. Although I have seen in his most recent interviews and in his most recent campaign, or not campaign, but his most recent rallies for the midterms, he doesn't mention Operation Warp Speed as much, and he shouldn't. Because if you're going to do it, and I don't know that President Trump will hear this or see this, I know that he likes my show. We've had him on a dozen times now. Just had his son on a couple of days ago. Let me make this as clear as I can. I think the proper thing to do when it comes to Operation Warp Speed is certainly take credit for the fact that you made sure that the medical and scientific experts got on the ball quickly and started working on something. But then make it clear that Burks and Fauci and, and Walensky down the line lied to you about the effectiveness of these jabs and didn't tell you what the adverse effects were. Because Donald Trump didn't want Americans to get hurt. And had he known, he would not have pushed this. But he was happy about Operation Warp Speed because he was told that we got a great vaccine out of it. So, Carrie, why would that be a wrong thing to do? I mean, what, if he says that, we all get it. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know. So I wonder if anybody's in his ear and can help out. So let's open the lines now. When we come back, we'll take your phone call. Stacey Abrams, if you want. But... Are you a Trump supporter? Were you a Trump supporter? And are you ready to get behind another run in 2024? He says he's ready. He's got his campaign offices going. Going to start doing these, these get-togethers and more intimate gatherings. Are you ready? 888-941-7247. 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.
glad to have you. The bottom of the hour will be campus reform. Another young reporter comes on to fill us in on what's happening on campus. She's from UF, which is uh, University of Florida in Gainesville. So make sure you stick around for that. Does a very nice job. Also, taking calls on your expectation for Trump running again in 2024. Uh, some sort of a campaign stop, although it's not really being called a rally. It's a more intimate get-together. is happening soon in, in South Carolina. He's got his campaign office in West Palm Beach, Florida. He was very active in the midterms. Helped a lot of people in the midterms. And um, I hope he comes back stronger than ever. He literally and legitimately, in my mind, should be president of the United States right now. So him coming back... There have been a couple of things that have tweaked some people. A lot of you are so quick to jump off the bandwagon. It's very weird to me. Um, nobody else of any substance has claimed that they're running for president yet. And he has. He has said, I'm running. So, I mean, I'm fully in support of him. We'll see how things go as we as we get closer to 2024. But I wonder, are you one that is hesitating because your friend said, I don't like that Trump said this, or I don't know, he's a little baggage now, or he's got a little of that going on. I wonder if you're in that in that boat. I'd like to know. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me uh, remind you about Omaha Steaks. You know, nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to start the year right and keep the warm and cozy feeling going all winter long. Got to tell you, we love when Omaha Steaks shows up at the Pags house. We know we're going to have really, really great food for the next several days. And I mean, just it's packed full of all sorts of stuff. Gourmet entrees, lean, tender steaks, aged to perfection and convenient, simple, simple to prepare meals. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to bounce back from the holidays and stay cozy all winter. And right now, you can stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S at checkout, get $30 off your order. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks freezer filler sale. $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Incredible. So you're going to love, if you don't love all of it, because you're more of a seafood person, you're going to have some seafood. Or maybe you're a chicken person, you're going to have some chicken. Maybe you're a, a beef person. Again, you're going to have something in there that you're going to really, really love. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks has been number one since 1917. So go right now, omahasteaks.com. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be Gary in Oklahoma. Hi, Gary. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, man? Living the dream. What's happening? I love the show. Thank you. So, hey, I'm behind him 110%. I hope to God he gets elected again. And I hope he comes down on all of them in Washington with a sledgehammer. I think that he would. I think that he's certainly more knowledgeable now than he was when he first took office. I think that he believed in them too much and maybe was a tad naive about about who was surrounding uh, him in the swamp. I think going in this time, he would bring a sledgehammer, wouldn't he? I certainly would think so, especially after what happened to him last time. But Gary, what if DeSantis jumps in? Does that change anything? Uh, I'll support either one of them. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, but who would you, <laughs> who would you support against each other? I'd probably have to go for my man Trump. I got you. All right, Gary, I appreciate that. Thank you. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Gary, I think I'm going to get a lot of that. You're going to say, well, you know, I'll support probably them Probably so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't. In the primaries, you got to pick one. So that's interesting because I think both of them are very, very good candidates. I think it would be intelligent for DeSantis and Trump to get together and Trump to say, listen, man, I'm going back in. I should be in office now and your time should be 2024, but they screwed me out of it. Mm. I'm going to go for it. Wait until I'm done in eight. And, and oh, I don't know. They used to get along. Maybe, yeah, maybe they get along better I, than we think. I don't think they would. I don't think he'd go for no? it. But 
Um, Trump calls DeSantis. You don't think DeSantis would see him? I think he would see him. Now, agreeing to that, I don't know. If DeSantis has his sights on, I'm going to run. I'm going to run this next time. And again, he hasn't announced anything. No, 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 not at all. Which is interesting. We're already having this conversation, and he hasn't announced, which is very interesting to me. Let me go to uh, James, who's also in Oklahoma City. James, what's going on? Hi. Hi, how are y'all doing tonight? Living the dream, my friend. Talk to me, James. Hey, uh, okay, a couple of quick points. Uh, I would, I'm going to vote for Trump in the primary, but it's either Trump or DeSantis in the general election. Uh, I've had several so-called Republicans over the last 12 months talk to me about Trump and how they could not or did not support him because he was either too disruptive or that he told them to hang Pence on January 6th. And none of these things that they said about Trump that they backed up why they don't like him right. or didn't support him or won't support him. They is not true. Right. And when I bring them up some facts, they either tell me I need to get a new, a different news source, or they say, I got to quit watching Fox, which I don't watch <laughs> anymore. After, well, well, January, what, after the November, 2020 election. No, no, so, I, I'm with you, but, but hello, who exactly is yes. telling them that Trump told him to hang Pence? He never, ever, ever, never said anything like that. I know he never said that. And I couldn't pin him down on that. And uh, I, he, this individual, he also, when I said that, you know, because this was in the middle of the election this November, yeah. that, you know, there's nefarious stuff going on. And I think our, our elections are corrupt. He literally put his hands over my mouth and told me I shouldn't say stuff like that. And wow. I thought it was interesting because this was a, a military academy grad that did this to me, my age, at your age, probably. Yeah. Anyway, I was just taken aback by some of the behavior by these so-called Republicans that I knew, no family members and friends. So I have not ostracized them. I don't do that. And they haven't done it to me, but I was just taken aback by, you know, these are so-called Republicans that don't support him or didn't support him in 2020. And I've tried to enlighten them, but it's kind of difficult. But then again, they, they are in metropolitan blue cities and they get their most of their news, I guess, from the, you know, NPR, CBS, ABC, that kind of, uh, you know, in the print, print media similar well i I would listen i would james i would stop surrounding myself with people that would put their hand over your face i would not i would not i I would not hang out with that guy i was taken aback by it and i didn't know how to react and when i think back granny we were at a big social event anyway i was going to make a big stink in in front of everybody but it was like you know i I, if i ever see him again which i haven't seen him in a couple years prior to this you know don't ever do don't put your hands on yeah i I wouldn't even i wouldn't even surround myself with somebody like that james thank you i want to quickly take becky in austin becky quickly what's happening Oh, you were asking, was I going to support Donald Trump? Yeah. I did in the last election. I absolutely am not in the next election. Why not? I, I, t- I intend to primary heartily for Ron DeSantis if he chooses to run. Um, I think we need the uh, Trump policies, which I totally believe in and support. I'm an ultra-conservative Christian business owner right. woman. Um, but uh, Ron DeSantis delivers a message with a lot less uh Less vitriol and divisiveness. And if and if DeSantis and doesn't our, run, our country's over it. <laughs> you know? No, no. If, uh, if DeSantis, DeSantis doesn't run, you wouldn't vote for Trump. Uh, I'll wait to see who else primaries. All right, Becky, I appreciate that. I'm not sure why, but we're out of time to find out exactly why you wouldn't vote for Trump again. If you like his policies, then you like the guy. It doesn't matter if you don't like how he tweets or if he's a little bit direct in in how he says stuff. But I appreciate you calling in and telling me. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.